another episode of Life in the Clouds. We are flying through the 100-day challenge like you wouldn't believe. Here we are. I'm your host, Carlton. And Deidre. And we're back for another episode. How have you guys been since we were last on the microphone? Um, It's exciting because we have lots of things to discuss tonight. So we'll start with, what's new with you, Deidre? I don't know why every time you say the 100-day challenge, I'm like, immediately, I'm like, wait, what's he talking about? I'm like, oh, the 100-day challenge. It's the only so reason why we my, That was why, when you said that, and then I frowned a little bit, and you looked at me, and I was like, cause, anyway, yeah, my brain the, just takes a minute. It's the only reason why we record. Up. Like, I'm doing it, but nothing, I'm, maybe, because I, I don't have it written down, like, okay, 100-day challenge everywhere. Yeah. No, I'm I just kind of doing, like, I have a couple goals, and I'm working on them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just don't have that I framework. Know we don't have that giant in, in, NaNoWriMo, in, you know, goal so first of all, thing October, in front. And we don't need to discuss NaNoWriMo because uh, that's November. NaNoWriMo so is always an a, a, a ever-present then, thing in my brain okay. from January until it starts. So How's it? Anyway. So, but anyway, that's why I kind of did look at you a little bit like, oh, 100 and what? Anyway. Yeah, I know. So what's new with you? Um feel like a really long weekend even though yeah i it agree it feels long for whatever reason maybe it's because we got the extra day so we have a day off tomorrow um and so i guess i just did a lot this weekend and you had that bonkers boot camp today and i had the boot camp today yeah so the boot camp wasn't the problem all right so yesterday when the kid little ones wanted to go outside and they actually wanted to jump in the trampoline. I was yeah. thought, oh, let me get my workout in real quick. Yeah. Because they could be trapped in the trampoline. And I do mean trapped because I locked them in. Yeah. So I did a workout yesterday. And that was like late in the evening. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of sort of stretched. Not, uh. And then this morning, I got, it was boot camp. Like morning time. You know what I mean? So it wasn't even really a good yeah. recovery period. So after the warm up, I was like, this. Yesterday was not a good idea, <laughs> and then it then was a lot turn of running, for boot camp. which I was like, have resolved that I'm not running. I just running yeah. is just not going to be my thing for a minute, even though I had like started back up like I was about to do it. Wait, yes, I know. I re- I signed up for a race in January. I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing that. Why? So I'm going, and I would be a cheerleader. Me and another lady are cheer the cheerleaders. Oh, for okay. The group. So you've you've you have decided you're I not going to I have decided I'm not because, and it's really because of boot camp, because I hadn't really started training yet. Yeah. I had started to kind of get the calendar thing together. Right. And when I was in boot camp. Can I hold you for just a second? Sure. So for those of you who are listening right now, and I know every episode we have this beginning section where it's just like a lot of talking. If you've ever decided that you're going to do something, a race of some kind, right? Whether it's a triathlon or a half marathon or the kind of craziness that we do, Mm -hmm. you have got to plan it out. At least 16 weeks. You can't be like our friend (laughs) who in her 50s decided to just go run a half marathon. Like you can't just do that Mm. without doing some serious damage to your bottom, right? Mm -hmm. So... So what we do is we kind of plan it out. You just mm-hmm. put some time between the time you decide, the Correct. time of the race, yeah. and you kind of build up to it. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make sure I say that because you might not have the context of what we're talking about sure. depending on where you're coming from. So fair. please continue. Fair. So I started thinking about, started putting together, I started testing my runs because I haven't run for a while. And I was testing them in boot camp like late August and then really in September. I was like, okay, when we do the running at boot camp, because that's once a week, I'll see how I'm feeling, like to see what starts hurting. Because I'm expecting that my left, or sorry, my right hip and hamstring are going to mm-hmm. tighten up, which is where it normally is, right? No, 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 no. My feet are hurting. Yeah. It's not the shoes, because the shoes are fine. It's, um anyway, my Achilles. That's what I was, was thinking acting about. up. Right. And then it just gets worse to the point where running is actually painful. Yeah. The run is painful, not just the after part is painful. Yeah. Um, and that's not getting better. So mm-hmm. I was like, no. Okay. That's no, reasonable. No, no, no. And then when I went, I got some uh, physical therapy orders. So I'll 
focus on that and then just I'm mm-hmm. not I'm just not Oh you gonna go see my people? Not gonna be my thing. Um she asked me which one I wanna go to and I was like, Oh I don't care and then I thought about it after so I could probably change it. Because mm-hmm. I set it for the for right there in the same building. Oh, that's totally up to so. you. Like I said, it I remember the lady said to make sure that, you know, I mm-hmm. referred people to them and they were excellent with yeah. working on my knee and my yeah, that's true. feet and stuff. So and change it. Yeah. That's up to you. You just had to give me the name because I couldn't remember. Oh, okay. But, um, so yeah, I was, I was, um, a fast walker today. Okay. And then toward the end, it was starting to kind of irritate a little bit. Yeah. So I just, I hear running you. is just not going to be my thing. Okay. But I didn't think of trying like a different pair of shoes, but that's not. No, that Achilles Even thing has been walking, bugging you for a while. I so, know. like walking from the East Duplip, the south side of East Duplip parking lot at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even like walking is a little bit painful. So yeah. I have to I gotcha. focus on that. But yeah, so that is new. But yeah, so the 100 thrusters yesterday while they were in the trampoline. Yeah, that hurt. <laughs> That was, yeah. Felt good mm. at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should say. It, it always it does. this morning. It always feels so good at the, the time. end, I was, it was like cement blocks, legs. Yeah. Two cement block legs. Yeah. But everyone else in boot camp felt the same way. So gotcha. I was not alone. Yeah. But, so, yeah. But that, the, the highlight of the weekend for me was when I had a friend of mine come over yesterday um, we cooked and she had a good time, but she came over because she's moving. Yeah, I know. Kind of bittersweet. Her last hurrah here at the house. Very bittersweet. Tried to take my wine. Oh, bittersweet. So, but yeah, <laughs> but we'll have a chance to visit. So that's a good thing. Well, good. Yep. What about you? Well, I did a wedding today. Did you? I did. Yeah, so that I is. I thought you were just getting dressed up. I know in a you suit just saw me put my tie. suit on. I thought you, you know, got busted the iron out. Yeah, and was just yeah. Doing a crisp white. Yeah, shirt I just, just put on my Walmart. suit and tie just to go. <laughs> so I did go to Walmart after the wedding was over, and I was the flyest dude in Walmart. I'm sure you were. So with my matching uh, ball cap. Yes. On top. I'm sure you were walking through Walmart. People looking at me like, mm-hmm. "What is really going on?" So, yeah, I had a wedding today, and it was pretty nice. It's interesting that things and activities are starting to open up on the outside. Mm -hmm. So even though we're, of course, still in a global pandemic, um, you know, people are trying to grasp at um, normalcy, right? So this particular couple was doing a recommitment service. So they've been married for... I think 10 years and um, but they wanted to have an actual wedding so not you know I think they had been to the justice of the peace before Mm -hmm. but they wanted to have like a thing and Mm -hmm. so before COVID shut down they were supposed to have this recommitment service then everything got obliterated and so I actually had two couples that I was supposed to marry Um, right before in 2020, right Mm -hmm. before, actually three, uh, one we didn't do because, um, you know, everything kind of fell apart in March. Right. Because yeah, these other two were later like that summer. Right. Right. So the first one we didn't do because we had what we thought was kind of a scare where we had one kid get sick Mm -hmm. and we didn't want to go. I didn't want to go and be around a Mm -hmm. bunch of people. Uh, even though we were going to be outside at the time. I mean, what did you know back then, right? Sure. Before, mm-hmm. before, you know, heck, what do we know now? Um, but during the summer, we had two more that were supposed to happen. And so all of that got postponed. Yeah. And so we were able to do the one in August. Um, and then this was the second one. Mm-hmm. So um, I love weddings. I love doing weddings. I particularly like when I get a chance to do counseling with the couples before um, I marry them. But in the case of one, they were members from our church, our former church. And uh, in the case of the latter, um, it's family. So I wasn't as concerned about it. Plus, it was a recommitment. It's not like they were going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, So I felt comfortable uh, doing those services. And so it was nice. Um, the one today, uh, the groom was very, uh, 
very nervous about the whole thing. So when I talked to him before, when all the guys were, you know, just kind of hanging around and I was like, hey, how you feeling? He was like, I'm shaking. Like, I can feel my heart, you know. And this, you know, is one of those tough dudes, right? He's not trying to show a whole bunch of emotion or anything like that. And I said, well, this is normal. I said, but just remember, uh, no matter what happens right now, you still married. So, you know, like you, you, you're going into this thing with at least some foreknowledge. Right. Um, and then I turned to, um, our, our younger, uh, one of our younger family members, his nephew. And I said, you know, when, when I married your nephew, you know, they went into the thing blind, right? This was, they didn't know what marriage was going to look like. So, so you got a, you got a little bit of a, a one up on on some of these other folks. Mm-hmm. So we kind of laughed about that and then you know went inside and then when it was time. The thing I love most about weddings is that moment when the bride comes around the corner mm-hmm. because you never know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Right? Some dudes are going to be, you know, this stoic and he's going to stand there and he's just going to look and it's going to mm-hmm. be fine. Mm-hmm. And then all the way to the other extreme where the guy Thanks. has to can't control himself. <laughs> And he just passes out right there mm-hmm. at the altar, right? So, you know, everybody had been asking him as we were um, kind of milling about before the party came in. You know, you gonna cry? You gonna cry? You gonna cry? He's like, Nah, I'm not gonna cry. I'm yeah, good. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I turned to look. So what I do is when they come in, as soon as the the bride starts to walk in, I just turn and look at the groom, mm-hmm. and I don't even look for the bride. I just I want to mm-hmm. see. That first Aww. moment where he catches her around the corner or in between the yeah, people, sure, you know, sure, sure, sure. you know, when he sees that, like, what is it going to happen? So mm-hmm. my man started to turn around like he wasn't going to let anybody see it. I was Aww. like, boy, if you don't turn around and let these people see you. Nice. Um, so was it was it the cry where it comes out the corner or did it come down the by, so, by the nose? So there were no tears mm. because mm-hmm. he was furiously in his eye, like making sure that. Oh. Oh, yeah, oh, he oh, was he furiously caught, like he wiping. He caught them. Yeah, ah, yeah. Okay. You were not able okay. to. No to one was able which, to see it, the two. He didn't let it roll down and yeah. then do that. Okay. No, no, okay. no, no. no. Okay. So, okay. so it was good. It was good. We had that, and then um, they did something that I had never done, never seen before. It was called a sand ceremony. Uh-huh. So the sand ceremony is where you know, at least the way that they did it. There's an empty um, vase, Mm -hmm. glass vase, clear glass vase, Mm -hmm. and then there are two smaller glass vases. So think about it in like the way you do that. We do the unity candle, Mm -hmm. right? So he's got a vase with a certain color of um, sand, Mm -hmm. and she has a vase with a different color of sand. Okay. And so then the idea is that they pour the sand together into the larger vase. Mm And then the sand intermingles, right? Got it. So I had never done anything like that before. So then it's I have no words to say around it. Mm. So I was like, uh, okay. So when they were telling me about it, because they told me about it at the rehearsal. Oh, okay. This wasn't something oh, that we okay. had. Okay. I had Got been it. preparing Got for. It. So they told me about it at the rehearsal. And I was like, well, I'm going to have to figure out some words to put around around this and so it turned out it turned out good i i I mean it was it was nice um and their colors were black and white Mm -hmm. and so she had white sand and Mm -hmm. he had black sand Mm -hmm. and so it was interesting the only different only thing that if i had the opportunity to counsel differently was black and white because the black of the black sand really overpowered the color of the white sand. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the point that I was making in my explanation was that, hey, there's no, you can't tell the difference, mm-hmm. right? They're one color. There's mm-hmm. no, you know, separation mm-hmm. between the two. But the vase really looked like it just turned black mm-hmm. as opposed to it being like two mm-hmm. different colors. Like if you had a, mm-hmm. a yellow and a blue and it became mm-hmm. like a green sand or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that would work, if that would mm-hmm. work that way. Mm-hmm. But, Interesting. I, you know, it was kind of, it still looked really black. Mm-hmm. At Can I the give end. you something that came to mind what? when you, as you were saying that? What? Number one, I was like, okay, did they both pour at the same time or did some 
did they do like alternating pours to kind of create a different color? That would have been a good idea. But or, no, I told them to pour both pour them at the same which time. Fine. Which is fine. So something you could have added yeah. at the end after they were done. Uh-huh. And you said, you know, the, you know, the goal, you know, in marriage you come together and you like each bring whatever. And then yeah. they, they're not like, what, what did you just say? There's no, dis- there's no separation. There's no separation. Yeah. Right. This is cute today. Right here like this. They're going to take this vase and move it from here back to the house. It's going to go to the house. It's going to move around the house, right? So in marriage, you have movement, you have seasons. Yeah. So if you see this jar again in two years, you it will look completely different than what you see today, but the same sand is in there. Oh, uh, okay. You see what that's I mean? A, that's a good point. That's a good right? point. However... And or, hey, let's come on, shake this up right now. Yeah. However, <laughs> but, we were at... You know. This was done at the end of the wedding. Which is fair. And they were done. Oh, yes, they were we done. Were, we oh, were ready. Okay. They were ready, ready to move uh, on. Ready we were ready to finish yes. this deal. Go, go, so go, go, this go. stood between them and you shall kiss the bride. Oh, sweet. So I tried okay. to keep it sure, short sure, sure. at that point. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's a good one. No, I'm, if every if anybody ever does a sand ceremony, then I'm going to hold on to that one. I might even have them do that alternating pour, yeah. too. Because mm-hmm. then it would create the layers inside. Yeah. And so then and that, the, and then the that shaking day. thing. The and then the shaking colors. thing mm-hmm. would um would matter more because mm-hmm. it'll have these nice layers yeah. now. Mm-hmm. But over time mm-hmm. that's gonna become exactly it's gonna shake mm-hmm. and they're gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I like that. I like that. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a note. I'll take you a note. No, I'm not gonna pay you for that. I'm not gonna pay you for that at all. All right, so that was a very long introduction. Uh, to everything, but like I said, uh, I love weddings and I can talk about them all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, any chance I get, if somebody's interested, I'm I'm down. As long as they let me counsel them first, so that I'm not walking into some complete mm-hmm. uh, disaster. So, mm-hmm. I reserve the right to tell you don't get married, like my pastor did to us. Uh, our pastor did to us many many years ago. He was Why like, uh, he was like, hey, I, I, I'm going to tell you if I don't think Why you should not? get married. And if I tell you that, I'm not going to marry you. It was, so. oh, interesting. I had a conversation with a new connection that I had made from the conference that I went to. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lifeway um, Women's Event. You know when that was. So, um, in September. But I had an interesting conversation. It was, we were sharing back and forth, but she, um, she's single. Okay. And she's actually a nurse practitioner that works with adolescents. Okay. Very interesting. Anyway, so um, um, she wants to be married, right? Um, That's a good aspiration. Uh, she's also very involved in her church, but very involved. She's, you know, strong believer, very involved with her church and wants to you know, grow in terms of her ministry work, right? Okay. She sees marriage as part of that. As the ministry work? As it's all about, you know, listen. Okay. It's fine. This is, you know, lesson for me and lesson for all of us, right? In evaluating the story that you're telling yourself. So she's saying, and that, I said, that sounds wonderful. What are you doing to prepare to be a wife though? Okay. Crickets. <laughs> she was like, I was like, hello. She was like, yeah, I don't. Oh. But what does that mean? Though? Wow. Hmm? What does that mean? My point was, what does the being married in terms of ministry and growth mean? Right? Uh-huh. I'm walking you back to, you want to be married, but what are you doing in terms of being prepared to be a wife? Like what? It's not, it's not just, and the reason why I say that, and this is, my soapbox about, um, you know, being involved in Christian culture and picking up on key phrases and words, words, you mean them. You absolutely mean them. You have scripture to back them up. You are, I'm, I'm fully behind your idea. I'm just going to challenge you in terms of what does that mean? What does that look like for you as the individual person, right? Who wants to move forward in your ministry and be married? What does it mean for you to be a wife? And are you preparing to do that? That's, that was my point for her. Okay. So it was, just, but it was food for thought for her to think about. Cause she was like, it was crickets. <laughs> so she wasn't really, she didn't have like an answer. Not that you have a crisp answer. Right. But did you but give her, an, did you give her an example for thought? 
Um, I, I didn't. Okay. No, because my point was to provoke thought for her. And then we, you know, the next time we chat, we can like talk about it. Oh, okay. Did, is, do you have like a defined time when you're going to talk to her again? Yeah, we'll talk in a couple of weeks. Oh, okay. No, I just want to, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want, so mm-hmm. good food for thought is always nice, right? But if you put too much time between oh, sure. food for thought yeah. and like the practical, like, what are mm-hmm. we doing? Like, mm-hmm. It it was yeah. just a nice moment, and sure. and then you just kind of it just kind of vanishes, right? Agreed. But that particular one won't vanish. Okay. Because she really, really, really wants to be married, right? So it's a <laughs> which. Well, again, no, no, no. I, I, and yes, I, the really, really wants to be married is fine. I'm talking about the what are you doing to prepare to be a wife? Yes. Right. Like so which that. basically is like, what does that mean to you? Right. What does that mean to you? Know what I mean? Because yeah. I I just. Here a lot. I is she single, single, of, or she has a boyfriend? Single, single, single. Single, single. Got mm-hmm. it. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so you hear a lot about. Again, it's not. I'm not saying it's. It's. You mean it? Praying for a husband, or praying for this, or praying for this around you know your marriage and all of these different big ideas is awesome. You should do that. And personally for you, right? What does that mean? To you, single person, to be a wife. Got it. Particularly at 37. You've been single for a very long time. And I think about my conversations with another friend of mine who got married around that late time frame. Mm-hmm. And some of the challenges, you know, that she had to really think about and think through and go through right. in the first few years of marriage is a different dynamic. Sure. Than when you're, you know, young silly, and inexperienced. Silly like we were. Exactly. In yeah. your early 20s. Yeah. It's just different, so. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, so that was what was new with me. Um, I don't know. A lot of stuff going on in the background in my various groups, so it's very interesting. One of the things I was going to bring up later, depending on where we get with your the sticky note that you handed to me right before we got ready to record, um, I'm one of my men's groups, they... Had they do a call every month? No, they do it twice a month. And so, one of the guys went to some in marriage intensive. Like, what is that like? What's it's hard. Like he was trying to describe it during the call, Mm -hmm. but I got too caught up in his story. Then in like the marriage intensive because okay. he was given okay. some background on like okay. wh- how he and his wife ended sure. up in, or not even how he and his wife on how he ended up there. Mm-hmm. And so they had like some, I'm trying to think of the way to describe it, right? They don't listen to this podcast. So, um, and, and y'all would know Never. who the individual is That's anyway, fair. or the group for that yeah. matter, right? But, but he had General been un- he had been unfaithful, okay, to his wife, mm-hmm. and he had told he basically had told the group he was like I'm just gonna take this to my grave like this is just that's just how it is like I'm I'm not going to ever say anything about this right and so I was like oh wow um, okay. And but then he (laughs) he was no so he was telling the story right okay and he's like that is how he had always looked at it so this is it has been some time since this right sure and this is just a one event situation it wasn't so that's what I'm saying so then he just rolled in and he was like hey um uh he told his wife he was like I can't like I I can't like shock keep this like is messing me up and you know whatever so so he told his wife and then so they had you know it was big mad then it was you know this is like over time oh sure right and so he he told this whole thing um and you don't know what group it is either so it's not like i'm Mm -hmm. betraying anything and i'm talking super high level but so they anyway so they've been trying to make it work and um, you know, they had been getting better. They're, you know, going out and this, that, and the other. It's uh-huh. been some time, right? Okay. So 
he and through one of his other groups, kind of like me and all these various groups, mm -hmm. right? Somebody invited him and was like, hey, we're going to do this men's thing. It's about relationships. It has a significant cost to it. Um, but, you know, the, the goal is that at the end, you and your wife will be in a better place in your relationship. Mm -hmm. right? So my guy was like, hey, we've been doing good. Everything's been great. You know, we've been it's been working out. Um, so he's like, fine. So he's like, I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to spend this money mm -hmm. and we're going to go do okay. this thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So the guy sends him a, a set of questions, like a questionnaire, like mm -hmm. homework. Mm -hmm. Before you get there. Before you get oh. there. And you have to do it. You have to do it. You have to give it to your wife to do. You guys have to talk about it. Then send oh. everything back oh, wow. to the okay. you know, the thing, right? And there's the packet. So my guy was like, one of the questions that was on there was like, rate your relationship on a scale of one to ten in these particular categories, mm -hmm. right? So my guy put in his numbers confident that he knew what his wife's numbers were going to be because everything was was well right mm. but the way that so the, the here's the way that it works though so they have a bunch of questions and then that thing about the rate your relationship is at the end of the questions it's not the first question so you're basically it's the reflecting last question and then rating so you're doing a ton of internal work and then you hit this question Mm. about where are you mm. and so he was like you know he didn't say they were a 10 he was like we're at like a seven or i think he said seven i don't think he said eight i'm pretty sure he said seven but and he was pretty confident his wife was in that same range right mm. between six and the seven right mm -hmm. his wife came back at a three in one of these areas, oh, right? Oh, it wasn't in like the okay, overall, okay, it was in okay, one of the areas, okay. right? Still though. And sure he was like, whoa. So now they got this, they got to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And so they're talking about it, they're talking it through. And he's like, okay, I thought we were, you know, okay here. And I thought that things were, you know. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah. As I was going through the questions, I had a much better thought about us. Mm -hmm. But then as I started to dive into the questions <laughs> and I started to think about, mm -hmm. like, really process mm -hmm. some things, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I realized that there are some there are some significant stuff that we got to work through. So he so as we're doing this call. Right. And we're all kind of asking him questions. He's talking to us and we're whatever he somebody says. So he never mentions what the questions are. Right. And the guy's like, well, I can't give you all this man's questions because, okay, fair, you know, we fair, paid all fair, this money, fair, right? Fair. And so one of the guys was like, well, well, can you give us some of the questions or give us some questions? Or what right? was the area she said three? Maybe. Well, no, we, just, we weren't oh, even worried oh, about that. that. We weren't worried oh, about oh, that. Oh, oh, okay. So he was like, here's what I'll do. I'll send you guys the first like eight questions. I think it was eight. Yeah. It was eight questions mm -hmm. leading up to okay. that number, okay. right? Before it went into the meat mm -hmm. of the packet. Right? Okay. So he sent it to the group. And he was like, now, I'm going to send this to the group. I'm expecting y'all to do it because mm -hmm. he shared with us all of his answers. Mm -hmm. And um, so he shared all of his answers. And um, he's like, if I put this in the group, I'm expecting you guys to answer these questions. Mm -hmm. So he went ahead and sent it to the group everybody read the questions and ain't nobody responded <laughs> so there was no there was no conversation radio. in the group Sorry. yeah it was radio silence right so then he posted what no 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 i'm saying oh this, yeah this, yeah so then he posted like um so somebody responded and left some left their answers right uh -huh. so he was like man i thought i said when we put this in the group that y'all was gonna <laughs> answer these questions y'all not gonna hello. leave me out here solo with my questions just hanging in the in the group chat right so um then somebody else posted theirs and there's a little back and forth about people's answers or whatever so but it had only been two people for about 25 dudes that didn't uh, respond so 
I spent some time over the weekend, like going through these questions and like, I, so I posted it back to the group. So it was just interesting because I was, um, I hadn't read the questions Mm -hmm. and the first couple of questions are about your parents. And so it felt very much like marriage counseling. Okay. Hold on. Let me, I want to go back to make sure I heard what you said correctly. Mm -hmm. You, you were saying, I'm going to go get this door too. That got pushed open. Sure. The dog has come to visit. And if you're going to open the door, you should learn how to close the door back to the dog. Anyway, so my, you said that you would have rated our relationship in one way. Then you read through the questions, had some time to reflect, and you can see how the rating you would give. And this is, you know, gave you some things to think about and realized that you would rate it in the, in the lower way or just you realize that there's some work um for our relationship that's what you said no i didn't say that oh no the way the questions are laid out is questions and then at the end it's a rating yes so i didn't consider any rating before taking the questions mm-hmm. so it's not like but and that's probably but, a good but through the questions though but did i hear you say that you see that there's areas for us to work on is that what you were saying uh, there's always areas of work. No, I thought I heard you say that specifically. And I'm asking if I heard that correctly. I'd have to totally roll the tape back because I'm not sure if I said that or not. I would say okay. that for me and the things that I wrote in, in my notes about this, these particular questions, mm-hmm. nothing that I wrote down was new in terms of areas of improvement. Mm-hmm. So... There's like I said, there's always stuff to work on. Mm. I was just commenting on the fact that giving you some insight into mm. the what's going on in the men and you know in one of the men's groups, right? It's mm. just that we we've got these questions floating around, and so I kind of got in my feelings today because I was answering those questions, and of course I had the wedding, so I like Ooh, wrote up this. I wrote I wrote up all the words and everything I was going to say during the wedding to prepare. Mm. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I said I was going to do all these questions. So while I got I'm in this writing mode, let me do the questions. And so then as I got about halfway to like question number four or five, I was kind of like, this was a mistake. And (laughs) but I started. So I'm like, I'm going to finish it. So I made it all the way through down to the last one. Could you share Um, one of the questions? Sure. One that you were. Oh, this is a mistake. Uh, okay, sure. Uh, number four, please describe one to three significant life events that have shaped you in terms of being in a relationship and what you learned from them. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) If only we were on camera and you guys could see the face that you just actually That's related to my sticky note. Read another one. That's related to my sticky note. Read another what? Read another one. Uh, Look at how I gave you the signal. You're like, I don't understand. Boom. What? Okay. It's the Number- same thing. Man, we on the same page. Go ahead. Yeah, we already know that. Okay. Um, Number five. What are some of your triggers, big or small, or common patterns that frustrate you about your relationship? Nice. Yeah. So, and then the questions that kind of really felt like marriage um counseling questions right the first two um well actually number two was a big one what was a relationship like between your parents what did you see or not see as a child was it close kind strained loving joyful or distant describe it what if you don't know what the relationship was like between your parents well what did you not see i saw zero communication Okay. I wasn't looking for you to answer that question. I just thought about it. I was like, hmm, that's, you know. Well, but I mean, but we, I mean, so this is not, this is not new, right? No, it's not new. It's just interesting. But yeah, I mean, but I guess that kind of lines up with why, you know, it's like, what do we always say that, um, what's the statement? Um, You're either an example or you're a warning. Mm Mm-hmm. 
right? So some things are things that you are examples that you follow, mm-hmm. right? So they're the things you emulate. Mm-hmm. And then there's also warnings, things that you see Fair. that you go, okay, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So I saw zero communication. And then I, as an adult, I can reflect back and say that I would describe the communication between my mother and my father, biological, um, was a was casual communication. Like chit-chat? Mm-hmm. Got it. That's why I get chit-chat. <laughs> oh. I just thought about oh, that. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That is, so that, that's right. valid. That's a valid, uh. So was it, was it, um, I imagine that it was, uh, more frequent and consistent when I was young, Mm -hmm. but as I got older, I would describe that as casual because I, and I'm assuming, I'm assuming it was casual because I never saw it. Right. Okay. I could be assuming wrong, Yeah. but I wouldn't get a straight answer out of either one of them if I asked. Yeah. Well, probably at this point, definitely not. Yeah. That's very irritating. I'm sorry. I know. That's I, why I, I my one of my you know like thing core that, that just bugs you is like chit chat. No, it's not chit chat. Well, it's, no, but like if you know open, there's an issue, it is transparent communication. Right. It's beyond just honest and open. It's like transparent communication mm-hmm. is like I need that. Yeah. If I don't have that, I consider you to be lying, which is not true. That's not, that's, I have to, I got to walk it back. Right. That's my, but that's my first go to is if you're not transparent, you're lying. And that's not true. That's not true. Because everybody has different levels of transparency. Because you can be telling the truth. You know know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it just, it depends on a lot of different things. But that's a trigger for me. Yeah. If I feel as though the communication is not transparent, it's a problem. Right. You don't do that. But I'm just, <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that you don't do that. Well, I thank you that you just lifted that weight yes, off my shoulders. Because no, I'm like, do wait, do I do no, that? No, because the Swedish fish ha- handled all of the oh. transparent <laughs> communication <laughs> needs <laughs> at the very beginning of our relationship. Yes. Two yes. months in, we had a challenge. It was a Swedish fish. Very silly, very whatever. But it led the way to make sure you understood yeah. how... But you know that's I interesting. Expected but that's interesting my because communication in this relationship, if we move forward, like yeah, no, yeah. So that that is interesting because you're saying that adds color to that moment. Because mm-hmm. I remember thinking that you were way over the top on your response to the Swedish, fish. and I felt over the top too. Well, but but I here's felt a, like, oh, I'm really but, being, but hey, but this here, is, is what it is. But here's the thing. You know, with you having just said that, and of course knowing you all of these years, right? Yeah. You having said that Mm -hmm. makes that even more, makes that makes more sense. Sure. Than it did in the moment. Mm -hmm. Because in the moment I was like, this girl is is crazy behind, you know, something that's so small. So what happened was when we were first dating, you you said I was going out of town for Thanksgiving. Yes. And you said you had got me some Swedish fish. But then I don't remember you you did like when you showed up to say goodbye, you didn't have them. And then you were like, oh, they're at my mom's house or something. But and then I had to drive that way anyway. And I was like, well, I'll come pick them up. And then you were like, oh, I don't really have them. And so. um, I remember being mad about that, but. Did I call? So whenever I got to yeah, when you got my aunt's you, house, yeah, you called me. I called you back. Yeah, and I remember sitting on the back of Auntie Steps, and I was like, "Listen, yeah, I remember. <laughs> this is a problem." Yeah, you told me. You told me straight up. You were like, um, "This isn't going to work if you're not going <laughs> to if you're not going to tell the truth." And we hadn't been dating that long. No, 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 we no. Really, it like, wasn't for real, even, for it real. wasn't even really Mm-mm. serious at that it point. It wasn't. Like, we were still kind of feeling mm-hmm. each other out from Agreed. that whole online mm-hmm. dating situation. It felt pretty good, but I was like, um, yeah. this is not going to work for me. Yeah, going you forward. were like, nah. Mm-mm. So, yeah, nope. that that put the... Mm-hmm. And then yeah. You can add, you know, a few trail of boyfriends who were dishonest and, like, cheated or whatever, which... Right, okay, yeah. you cheated your boyfriend. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I hear you. So. I, like I said, I, like I said, mm-hmm. that you, you provided some some additional color. Look at to this that twenty particular years thing. later, twenty two years. I know but that's a long job. time different. So, but yeah, and so you know, and on my end, the whole relationship thing is, um, you know, my parents. While their relationship, and I think I put some of that in here in my response, right? But, you know, they had what I would consider to be a good relationship. Was it perfect? No, not at all. There were things from, you know, my early, um, that I can remember from my early, early, like real young age stuff that um, wasn't so nice um, between the two of them and my mom and my dad to his credit before he passed. And even, you know, as he got older. You know, he was pretty transparent with me anyway. I don't know how transparent he was with my mother when they were younger. But, you know, she knew his situation and he made sure that I understood that, you know, as much as I idolized my dad, he didn't hide any warts. Mm -hmm. Like he wasn't trying to make himself stay, you know, Mm -hmm. ideal in my mind. Like Mm -hmm. as I got older, he he spilled all of his own tea Sure. Along with much of the tea in the family extended mm-hmm. um, because he was like, I don't want you ever to feel like you're better than anybody else. Like we got our own dirt just like anyone. Right. So he was very clear about those things. But like I said, I think they had a good relationship. He had that, you know, come to Jesus moment in their relationship. And sure. he started to get his situation together and. Um, you know, communication wise, it's hard to tell. Um, I know they had communication. I know they had good communication, but a lot of their communication was behind closed doors. So when there was conflict between the two of them, they often did that away from us. Mm-hmm. Like my brother and I didn't see a lot mm-hmm. of arguing yeah. or um, even real significant disagreement, significant mm-hmm. disagreements were handled in their bedroom behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Some disagreement happened in front of us because it usually involved us sure. in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah a lot so of my, that happened yeah, behind the scenes. My dad and my stepdad weren't, they were not, you know, arguers or whatever. I would, you know, they would disagree in front of me, but nothing, there was no, there was not a whole lot of cussing and fussing. Right. Yeah, we and, definitely. You know what I mean. We definitely didn't. Maybe have that. more fussing than <laughs> we had some you know family what I mean? members. So, that but did you a lot fussing of that. at somebody is, is yeah. different than like a an argument where you're angry and yelling. Right. I'd never yeah, no, experienced no, no, no. Um, that between my mom and my stepdad. Um, yeah, we definitely. And, didn't have but that you know, I could. I would say a lot of it to your point. If but I know they had conflicts because they was fussing about something. So mm-hmm. you know, it would be behind closed doors. Yeah. Right. But any insight yeah. into their relationship I don't get any of that either isn't that nice yeah that's my sarcasm coming out I hear it a little bitterness I hear it I hear it a little tinge alright well look before we before we yes. get off on this tangent about my men's group marriage questions what so up with the sticky the point, note the sticky note is similar okay ish kind of maybe anyway. so I've listened to a lot of different personal development things at work so I don't exactly remember the specific one here but it must have been about parenting because I've been listening to a lot of positive parenting things. But um, basically, I wrote down that the feedback I get at work is only quarterly. Okay. So, like, my performance feedback is quarterly. Yeah. I don't get daily coaching and guidance that I don't ask for. Sure. So, my next... Thing I wrote on here was Deidre stop giving feedback this is specifically related to my teens stop giving them feedback they're not asking for it stop giving them daily feedback they don't need it <laughs> they're not asking for it they don't need it at work you don't get that you know what I mean I just kind of related it to oh. you know I'm talking too much so that was a third thing oh but, okay <laughs> you're talking too much stop giving feedback focus on yourself Shh. That's what the sticky note is about. Okay. Well, you so, know, the, yeah. Again, in terms of your, in terms of, but related to the questions in your, um, that you were talking about for that marriage intensive thing or whatever, you're not intensely 
um, reviewing your marriage daily, right? It's, it's on a, some type of like periodic basis mm-hmm. or something happens, yeah. right? It's not like you need daily coaching on your marriage. Or maybe you do. Necessarily. Maybe you do need it, but you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. No, like no. some people don't want daily feedback. Yes. And I'm giving daily feedback because I want daily feedback because I think I need daily feedback. I need a coach. I need, right? Mm-hmm. Help me daily. Yeah. But everybody don't want that. Yeah. Well, but and also. Teenagers definitely don't want that. But also remember, sometimes you can be too close, right? It's kind of like. Fair. From a Fair. from a church perspective, right? We would always say your accountability partner is not your spouse. Mm-hmm. They could be somebody that gives you feedback, like you're saying, right? But they should not be your accountability partner. Fair. Your accountability partner. Because your spouse will do one of two things. Either they're going to be on your neck and it's going to cause damage in your relationship, which we don't want. Or they're going to be too passive because they love you and they want you to be okay. Mm -hmm. They they don't want to hurt your feelings by pushing back on you in your... In in that moment, right? Mm-hmm. So those, so that's why your accountability partner should be somebody that's you know outside, mm-hmm. the disinterested third party. Fair, absolutely. Somebody, and somebody who doesn't have a problem with hurting your feelings, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That that's who you you mm-hmm. want the coach to be. Sure. Um, yeah, but my point on my thing yeah. was that I only get feedback on a quarterly basis at work, so maybe I should chill out and be quiet. Well, yes, I think from a work perspective. No, I don't know. From a kid perspective, from yeah, a yeah, I think I think the the, the line that you drew, the line that you drew down to your teenagers, I think that's they correct. They do not need daily feedback from me. I believe that that is correct. <laughs> so shh, and you can see it says shh. I didn't even see that when see I lo- shh. when I looked at the sticky note. Yeah. I sure did not see that. You didn't see it says Deidre. I put I, my name on it. No, stop but stop giving feedback. Shh. So that shush didn't even okay. register in my brain. Okay. Like I saw I the wanted, other thing. I just I wanted saw, the audience to know it's on the sticky. It is right there. I'm looking at it now. I'm glad okay. you pointed that out. But awesome. I certainly, when I read this before, I was like, I have no idea where this is going. Mm-hmm. And uh, so mm-hmm. I'm glad that you were able to yes. get that across because I get the point. Thank and you. I think you're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. I don't think that they need daily feedback, mm-hmm. which is, of course, what I don't give them is daily feedback. So. So. Yeah, that's what my sticky note was all about. Okay, well, good on sticky note. Mm-hmm. So marriage it. intensive. What so are we wait, doing that? Wait, wait. I want to do that. No. Why? No. Why can't we do a marriage intensive? Why do you want to do a marriage intensive? Why not? What is it? That's like? work, man. I don't know. I, so I don't know. It's too hard. So I don't know. So I don't know. I don't know. I did. I did just say. I just said it. I did. I'll say it again. It's too hard. I don't want to do. I don't want to do that work. Okay. I don't want to do that work. Um, I can inquire as to where mm. that was, but I mean, we always have access to uh, that Gottman um, mm-hmm. marriage oh, intensive. Like that is available to us at any moment, mm-hmm. anytime we want so to you, do it. You you said why do why 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 do you say why? What to the marriage intensive? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was that was a joke. Oh. We, no, we always could use um, sure. a, another set of eyes on the relationship. I think, especially right now, because of you know what we've been dealing with, um, I feel like, and I actually think I wrote it in my in in my notes here with the marriage questions. One of the things I wrote is that we're in this. It's not survival mode, but we're in a um, time of intense focus on the children. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. From 18 on down to three. That's correct. Right. Mm -hmm. And so as a result of um, that intense focus down Mm -hmm. through the children, Mm -hmm. um, we're missing. Mm -hmm. We're missing in that. Mm -hmm. And there's some. um, There's some things that we can put on the back burner for a time because, you know, we have to. Um, you mean related to our relationship? Related to us, oh, yeah. right? But yeah, no, I think we're past they're, that. They're, we're, we're, again, mm-hmm. right. I think that's where we are now. And like I wrote mm-hmm. in my notes, I wrote, now that we're starting to see some light, mm-hmm. right, we have to then Take recommit yes. 
Correct. We have to recommit mm -hmm. back to the work that we were doing on our relationship. Correct. Like our relationship. That's correct. Because as we are well aware, um, they are not always going to be with us. No. It feels that way right now, but they're not. They just aren't. Mm -hmm. Right? Like the, the, so some of the people that were at the wedding today, as I was kind of talking about our children, yeah. And when I said that our oldest was 18 and a freshman in college, yeah. she about fell over. Sure. Because she was like, wait, you mean the little kid that was doing cartwheels in the front yard of mm -hmm. your parents' house? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then her sister that was riding the power wheels around mm -hmm. the, you know, in yeah, the grass yeah, yeah, behind yeah, the yeah. cartwheels is, of, you know, is almost in high school. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And the boy will be going to kindergarten in the fall of mm -hmm. 2022 mm -hmm. right and the baby the baby will be hitting pre-k in that same scenario mm -hmm. right so yeah and i and so i got one guy who just hit empty nest mm -hmm. and he was like it's weird mm -hmm. like not Hey, I'm we're excited because we're empty nesters. He was like, No, it is strange. Hmm. Uh you know. Now, of course, for them, they were intensely working on getting the last kid into college. Mm -hmm. And so that was like a big deal because they were mm -hmm. doing sports and they were trying to scholarship and it was like a whole thing mm -hmm. that they were working on. And so that last year, maybe two junior and senior year mm -hmm. of kid. Mm -hmm. Especially with COVID, mm -hmm. they were trying to make sure that this but plan. But they would. I mean, I would just have my bucket list ready. So, so no, I think I think the thing that, uh, like, I, again, this is one of those where I think we might just be weird uh -huh. because it seemed so, every every parent, I won't say every, many, many of the parents that I've yeah. talked to, when they hit empty nest, were surprised by it. Like they, well, it, you, I mean, I, I go ahead. They were surprised by it. Like they didn't. Have, they weren't like they weren't oh, prepared. What a, they surprised weren't prepared by, and because they weren't preparing to shift. At, yeah, they were some. They weren't level. prepared for being kidless. Mm. It was like they had kind of you know one in particular. Life was kind of defined by mm -hmm. family fatherhood well yeah you know like that whole I, but thing I see what you're right saying. i see what and you're so, saying so you don't have any and so now it's like just you and your wife sure it's you and your wife now and you're like what like what is this and i'm going what are we and, and again maybe it's because we are back we hit baby time again and so in my brain i'm like I can't wait till it's not baby time anymore. No, I or... think even before that, because if you know, I think if you think about, um, I I know I'm just because yes, we were wise. We were right? we were cresting. We were starting to plan for well, we, like that before, but not just that. Because I actually remember thinking about um, a conversation I had. Maybe it was fifth or sixth grade. Um, no, when he signed, I was in middle school. Our oldest was in middle school. Because um, it was a Girl Scout thing. And remember, at that time, she had a BFF. And her and her BFF were in Girl Scouts. Mm -hmm. And they, um, you know, so I was would see her, the mom frequently, right, at the Girl Scout things. Yeah. Right? But they were at different schools. Right. Right. And so I remember having a conversation with her mom about just the different dynamics of middle school in terms of the, like the parent interaction and the closeness, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Different dynamic there versus when our middle one was in elementary school. Does that make sense? Yeah. So my point is that we, we don't have a pack of parents that we're traveling through life with. Yeah. We are, we have been forced through external circumstances, right? Yeah. To have pockets of people in different places that are not connected by our kids. Mm, you understand okay. what I'm saying? Gotcha. So we have 
a we can have a social life you can have you don't necessarily choose all the time to do that, but <laughs> but you understand what i'm saying like you yes, have yes, engaged yes. you have networks of people yeah that you're involved with that are not centered around your children that's true. i have friends that i'm invited that are not centered around my children now there are some commonalities because the ages were the same right and so now now we've added a whole nother layer <laughs> of uncommonality because we have little ones towing behind yeah right you know what i'm saying so we've had to we're kind of forced in a way to make those connections with people and do activities that are not centered all the way centered around them yeah and so that's why for us it's like empty nest let's go we, i got a list what you <laughs> but it's just like a retirement thing it's like because remember my mom when she was um retired she's like i just don't know what i would do excuse me yeah. I, there's a list of things i want to do right so that's just well that's why and again you know, that's why i was saying i think sometimes i feel like i'm weird like mm-hmm. I, just in terms yeah. of like in my head right mm-hmm. but like i said i don't i don't want to be i don't want to be surprised sure. i don't want to be surprised by the empty nest right and i also don't want to be you know because now with you know with with set two right like we won't be empty nesters until we've been married 50 you years. know 30 35 it, I, what, yeah, because we're, be we're at 20, yeah, it'll be... Because we were 17, 18 years. Well, we'll be 20 next when? year. We'll be 20 oh, years, so right. ne- so 20 16, next year. So like 35, four. yeah, it'll be 35 years. 16, 17. Yeah. Right? Um, you know, I don't want to be 35 years and then be getting a divorce. Not, uh, no. So here's the, not that I think that that's a thing, right? But we've seen it. We right? Have. We have seen that. You're right. Like we've had to counsel through that. You're right. Like, that's and, true. And and that is not something that I want. Like I don't mm-hmm. want to be in that transition phase and then realize I don't know my wife. Mm-hmm. Right. So we got to enjoy. I mean, I get it. You know, I know how stressful this whole all these things are, but we mm-hmm. got to make sure that we are recommitting back mm-hmm. to that focus. That's part of my hundred day challenge. Okay. Remember, yeah. we're improving our communication. That is great. I'm glad to hear it. So I just want to make sure that um, we lean back in. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's why I'm going to sign up for that class for November. All right. Just remember, I'll also be writing, so. I don't need to remember. you got to plan around. As I always be. do. <laughs> this year, I'm going to do I'm going to do 30 haikus. What does that mean? It just means that I'm not going to concern myself with 50,000 words. I'm just going to do writing every day. <laughs> that sounds like cheating. Uh, it's a total cop out. Sounds like cheating. Total cop out. I want you to know your child is not in the bed. Which one? She'll never go to bed on time. I'm going to stop worrying about it. Which one? No feedback. Which one? The middle one that's down the hall. Oh, no. She Usually you're no asleep. I hear feedback. her banging around all night, so... You just go to bed and let that go. It's not about go to bed, let it go. A, she needs to go to bed. She felt mm. so much better after she had all that sleep today. Yeah. Well, it's all good. All right. So that's going to be it because we've definitely uh, yeah. gone. We've gone over my sticky note. Yeah. We hit the sticky note. That was the key. The whole point of this episode. That's right. The title of this episode is going to be sticky note. Just like last last episode was entitled Bread. That is correct. So enjoy. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, there's still no bread maker in my kitchen. I just want to make sure that I lay that out there in case anybody's interested uh, in the bread maker. All right. That has been Life in the Clouds. Uh, we are excited to be with you for another 100 days. Remember the 100 day challenge. Give yourself the best gift that you can this Christmas, a better you. Spend one every day doing and tasting after one goal between now and Christmas morning and give that gift to yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been Life in the Clouds. I'm Carlton. I'm Deidre. Have a great night. Good night.